Welcome to the Anti-Film Film Club, where we talk movies, TV, and filmmaking. I'm Zach, and this is Eric, just a couple of analog beings navigating a digital world. Yeah. So that's the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, it's all in... I don't even know what he's doing. He's doing little water droplets with his mouth. Wow. This is an ASMR podcast again. We, feed the, we seem to hey. keep doing that. Sound effects are a huge part of the craft of filmmaking. You're absolutely right. Without and them, they would be nothing. It would be very flat and dry and boring. Yeah. Just like this podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. We have fun with it. Yeah. No, like seriously, we just went and saw a movie and one of, one of the favorite parts of going to see It's in the title the of this episode, Eric. No, is trailers. Oh, is yeah. trailers. So, what trailer did we see? The Dune trailer. Yeah, before that, the trailer that I just looked at you and I went, "WTF, mate!" Like, <laughs> what was that? Sing, sing two. Oh yeah, and sing it opens two. up with this yeah. uh, lemur with makeup on, spinning very slowly. Yeah, upside with some, down. some kind of leather or something or other. Yeah, I think it was yeah. like a Lord song I, I or something. I don't know. I don't know. It I was know. Uh, pretty creepy. And then it turned into, uh, what was the movie, the Lady Gaga movie? Um, it was... Uh, uh, the Star. Uh, Star is Born. Star is Born. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it basically turned into an animated The Star is Born. And I was like, this is really giving me some strange vibes here. Like, pick a lane <laughs> animated movie. I don't know what's happening here. Um, and then explosions and whatever. But yeah, uh, let's get to the, the, the meat of the trailers. And that was, of course, the Dune trailer. Dune... And Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah, we're going to say it correct from now on. Yeah, see? You see how... It's not that hard. No. Thanks for the trailer, Marvel Studios, so now I know how to pronounce it. (laughs) Yeah, I noticed it wasn't in this one, though. No, it was... It's just online. Of course, every time they drop a little something, I'm watching Shang-Chi. Yeah, Yeah, right. Like, their Um, banter between the main character and Aquafina's character, there's... They're I, they're either in a train or a plane going somewhere, and he's and like he's correcting her, and she's like, "Yeah, Sean, that's what I said." <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for that, just for Aquafina mostly because she's absolutely hilarious. She is hilarious. Speaking of hilarious, uh, Dune doesn't seem very funny. No, it's not. But okay, back to where we started with the sound effect thing. Yeah, our favorite sound artist, Mister. Mark, Mark Mangini, Mangini did this film and quite honestly I haven't paid more attention intentional attention to sound than when I know it's one of his projects. Yeah. I'll be really curious um I would I, I would be I am curious to find out if they have if they touch any of the trailer stuff. I mean they have to, right? Because there would have to be some sort of a continuity well, probably, I think, right? So I don't think they touched the trailer stuff specifically. I think at least the workflow in the trailer house that I was in, it was... They're already getting mixed. They're, they're getting the, mixed uh, clips. Okay. So all of that's together. Got it. So, Got it. That makes sense. Um, so they're I mean, not they're often... Getting, I mean, sometimes they'll do their own sound effects if needed. Sure. For like a transition or something. Yeah. But Okay. Well, that makes sense then. Yeah. So it is probably Mark Yeah. on that one. Yeah. yeah. Mark uh, goes way back with Denny. Um they worked on quite a few projects now, and Blade Runner twenty forty nine, obviously the the big one for him and Denny. But um, yeah, Mark. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to talk to Mark again after Dune's out. Pick his brain a little bit. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll be great. Look forward to hanging, and uh, maybe this time we'll get to hang out and spend some time. Just chatting outside the scope of, you know, recording. Yeah. Take, take him out to dinner and just as an appreciation. You just know. wine and dine him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, we're uh, we're a little low energy, but that's not the movie that was uh, we saw today, which was Free Guy. It was very yes. high energy. Yeah. We're low energy because we just ate some really good lunch. <laughs> you had <laughs> yeah, a burger lunch, and I had a buffalo chicken wrap. before recording. Yeah, it might not have been the best not idea. Not the best so idea. So now I'm going to take this uh, Propel, uh, not sponsored. Besides Free Guy, which we'll get into in two Ouch. minutes. Um, what have you been up to? What you been okay, doing? what if... What if? Oh, we're going to talk about I'm that gonna too. I'm going to ponder the question, what if, with the Watcher. Mm-hmm. 
How about that? Yeah. Okay. So, real talk though on this episode, um, the trailers are out, so this isn't a spoiler. T'Challa is Star Lord, better known maybe to most as Black Panther. Exactly. He's um, uh, in the Chris. Oh my gosh, which Chris? Uh, Chris Pratt. There we go. <laughs> All the Chris's. Uh, side, sidebar, real quick. Do you do you uh, did you hear the story that Chris Pine has been talking to Marvel about a potential Marvel character no. to be in? Therefore, Marvel would then have the Infinity Gauntlet of Chris's at their disposal mm. of Chris Evans, Chris <laughs> Pine, Chris uh, Hemsworth, Hemsworth, Chris Pratt. Yeah, that's probably another Chris in there too somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I I don't know what Chris Evan or Chris. See, I'm already doing it. Chris yeah. Pine, uh, maybe Mister Fantastic. Hmm. That might uh, be interesting. Anyways, yeah. I mean, I know everyone wants John Krasinski for that, but we'll see, won't we? Yeah. Back to what if though? T'Challa playing, um, and which was cool was Chadwick Boseman is actually voicing yeah the, the character which was something that obviously he did you know before passing and and a lot of the actors or the actual actors josh brolin yeah uh whoa okay hang on spoilers i guess wait what that's i mean that's not, that's a that's a pretty big moment in that i, I mean episode. yeah but i mean if you're looking at I mean, the data, the information's out there. I guess so, but if people aren't looking for it, well, if you listen to this podcast, yeah, it's fine. You've already, if, yeah, if, you, you, if you've dug this deep to get to us, <laughs> true. you already you've know listened this to information. four other podcasts already. And, and, and really, the spoiler warning We're is just saying just it for the SEO. Stuff for fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, but yeah, Karen Gillen, Gillen. and Benicio del Toro, uh, Sean Gunn. Kurt Russell. Yeah, Sean Gunn. I love yeah. the reference to Guardians 2 where he's talking about the, the time travel. Yeah, and the, the face. Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Your face gets your all face distorted, is, but it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, uh, And yeah, the Kurt, I can't believe they got Kurt Russell back mm-hmm. for this. So that leads me to and, wonder and, if we'll be seeing well, I Ego think, again. He's well, I think Ego for bat, sure. Right? I mean, that's kind of like the teaser they left off with in this episode. Yeah. Um, I thought this was a... Um, a, a much better oh, diversion, huge step up story wise from yeah. from the first. Uh, you know, the first mm. like we shared last week. You know, was like safe. It felt safe. Yeah, not tweaking the story too e- much, easing you into an alternate universe, which felt like, hey, if you're doing what if, man, go, go for go, go for crazy. It. Yeah, yeah. And this felt like it totally took a hard left, mm-hmm. and you're like, wait, what? The one thing that I've liked about it, and I, you know, I didn't really notice it until, or not notice it, but you know, you don't know if it's coming until you know we now watch two episodes. But they're not doing in credit scenes with these, but they are doing these like cliffhangers on the each right. of, on the end of each one that right. don't necessarily have anything to do with anything that happened before it. Um, so the first one is Captain Carter in present time, whether that's present present time or 2012 Avengers present time, like when Steve Rogers came back um if you go off avengers timeline right well when they were doing the tesseract that wasn't that in thor um what's the first one when eric uh professor eric uh professor oh eric yeah um uh, what's his name well either way it it doesn't i mean and they do the time portal with the tesseract right and that's where she comes walking through instead of loki instead of yeah. yeah but i don't know if timeline is the same here Right. Yeah. So this could be 2021 yeah. in that sure. timeline, or like if they want to bring them up into current timeline, or if they're all going to be in 2012 and Ego is going to be in 2020. You know what I'm saying? So, like, right. Yeah. But it does seem like maybe Ego is going to be the big bad of all of the season or whatever you want to call it. I think it's the season. They got already, I think they got picked up for a second one already. You don't think the collector survived? That, he that. does, but I don't think he's big enough. I mean, he was bested by a completely weaponless Star Lord slash T'Challa. Yeah, so but it I was kind of it was kind of like get help, sticky yeah, fingers. I'm was pretty like, sure all help. those people in his prison cells, uh, in his collector That's cells. What I'm saying. You don't think you think I he's think they definitely him? killed them. Oh, okay. He's gone. Oh. He's gone. I mean, he blew up in wait, which one? Uh, Infinity War. Which one does he die in? Um, no, it's an end game. 
No, it is Infinity it's War. It's Infinity War. He gathers. The yeah, he has the stone, and then yeah, he yeah, kills yeah. him for right. it. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah, I think that was. I, mean, it. I don't know. I don't. I mean, maybe. But but what I think S- Seth Green for Howard the Duck. Yeah, I didn't that realize was, that was him. Yeah, that was so good. And he got definitely a lot more lines this time. So I enjoyed that. I wonder if they'll. A, a lot of this is kind of feels like. I wonder if they're backdoor pilots in a lot of way for like characters that people might. I mean, Howard the Duck's kind of known. Not to normal people, but I mean, he's probably more known for a failed movie in the eighties than anything. Sure, and I mean, I think. But James Gunn did got, mention that he would like got, to have him in the Guardians. We've got a few cameos now. Right, I think people. Yeah, he's not, in an the, in-game. The non, right, I think the non-comic nerds are aware. And have probably done a Google search. Yeah. And probably. so, you know, there's, there's, what do you think that Google search looks like for someone that doesn't know it's, his name's Howard? Is it just Marvel Duck? Okay, let's Look, see. Google search Marvel that. Duck real quick and see what happens. Marvel Duck. Marvel Duck character. By the way, this is the first time that anyone's actually typed duck in and meant it into predictive <laughs> text. <laughs> right. Yeah. Howard the yeah. Duck comes up first yeah. thing. So, yeah. Cinematic. Cinematic universe. masterpiece is that one? no <laughs> no Howard mm-hmm. the Duck I've never seen it I heard it's absolutely terrible though have you seen it did you go see it like in the theaters no I didn't no I mean it's no. heard it was bad looked bad and tr- yeah trailer, I mean it's a me. it's a George Lucas fail you know as many things are but it's good idea but is it though it's I mean it's a duck I know but it, it you know it, you, that's one thing that. I think the reason why MCU, one of the reasons why MCU, and even I'm even going to go far this far and say some of the DC movies are successful is because they're te- they're not new stories, but they're new to the screen, hmm. and you know Hollywood's had decades of repurposing the same story or putting a different twist on the same story over and over and sure, over yeah. and over again. And like, how do you make it new? Well, we 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 get you make them a duck. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, we we dig into the archives of yeah. stories that haven't been told. A rocket and a talking, or you uh, know, a raccoon and a talking tree. I know it's like, wait, yeah. what? Yeah, right. Which I was not, ne- you know, and I think I've shared this before. Yeah. Like, dude, no, talking animals and plant. No, 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 not doing it. Little and did then, he know. And then I was like, okay. Chris Pratt looks really funny in this. I forget what it was. Somebody said, "Oh, you've got to see this." It was probably the music, right? That really the like, music was a good because yeah. you know James Gunn's great at it. Yeah, he yeah he picks and it, it's fantastic one of my film. favorite yeah. in the entire cinematic universe. Yeah, right. So, anyway. Well, I mean, I think I mean, what where do we go from here though? Like, what's the what's the limit where someone finally says, okay, enough is enough. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know all of the absolutely obscure. Well, characters. I know some people are saying enough is enough already. Like oh, they're tired true. of the MCU. They're, they're they have, yeah. they have superhero um, fatigue. fatigue. Exactly. They're like, yeah. and, and I get it. All the big blockbuster movies in the last five years, six yeah. years, seven years, maybe. I mean, we could say 10 years have been superhero movies. Um, The ones that make money, at least. Yeah. So I get it, you know. And so, yeah. There were some superheroes in this one, too. Yes, there were. Some little cameos. But there was also a new trailer that came out this week. Speaking of superhero movies. So wait, are we going to move on? Are we done with What If? Because I think, think, well, I I did want to say this. I felt like, um, you know, just it was. It's the first time that Chadwick Boseman's voice has been heard, you know, on the screen since his passing in, um, in a, in a Marvel property. Yeah, and I and so I'm grateful that they they treated this. I, it felt like they treated his character right. Yeah, it's very. It's not a serious episode, but it's like they they took it seriously. I yeah, yeah, say. and very I, professional. Yeah, and I think you know they wanted to um, uh, be very respectful, re- respectful, mm-hmm. honoring, and um, you know, with him doing good and not you know pillaging the universe or whatever. Like right. 
you know. That is the funny twist of the whole thing is that yeah. um, apparently Star-Lord Star uh, is just a terrible space pirate when he's Chris Pratt. <laughs> he just has no idea what he's doing because uh, yeah. in, the, in the competent hands of T'Challa, Star-Lord's very good and, you know, universally known. Right, yeah. Which is great. Instead of the who? Oh, my gosh. I'm, yeah. I'm your biggest fan. I just, I, I love that they even yeah. brought that actor back. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not going to try and say his name. I cannot say it. I apologize. Um, I think it's pronounced Damon. Um, I know it's D-J-I-M-M-O-N, -D I think. Um, That's Damon, though. But I, it sound, oh, sounds okay. to me like it's, I, I could be wrong, but I it, it hit me as Damon. So. All right. Um, well, he's now been in everything. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's yeah. in, uh, I think he's in Star Wars. But anyways, he's definitely in DC and Marvel, both. Uh, he's a little green seahorse guy in, uh, uh, what's that, Aqu Aquaman? Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're not going to talk about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, so we had, uh, I, I think this is the, a step in the right direction. Yeah. The first one. Like you said, definitely just easing you into the concept. And then this one was like, okay, now what if it was very different? Yeah. And we get good Thanos and, uh, okay, that was, which, which bring, that, bring that. up, you, you said something about the, uh, his, uh, his theory or whatever his, um, what was it? The, the terminating yeah, half you know, of see, the, I was debating on whether to jump into that. I did make a note of that. And then I was like, uh, maybe not so much, but, um, yeah, because now then it became now we get down to philosophical questions right. like do does the end justify the justify means. the means? I know I hit you with this text totally out of the blue, and you were like, "What?" I'm world? just going like, to respond like, with a "ha ha." I don't. Know. We're like, moving on. Like, what? Yeah. So, but you know that's a that's a that's a philosophical question that that's mm -hmm. been asked for centuries. Like, does the end of right what Thanos was doing? you know, was to balance the universe in his crazy mind. Yeah. Well, that was, that was, so his plan, his solution was, well, eliminate half of all the living creatures and then resources, the, the, for, the other uh, half right. will be able to flourish in abundance and yeah. whatever. And so does that abundant paradise or if you will justify the genocide that he carries out to get there it's a, it's an interesting it's an interesting thing to think about right you know it's like the whole robin hood thing which was basically star lord's last chalice yeah, character in this right. thing you know they're robbing from from the rich and they're giving to the poor well there's an assumption that's being made there that the rich are evil mm. and the poor are not right and in and so what you know the the redistribution of wealth so to speak is that is that really a good thing are you you know so there's all these kind of underpinning things that are happening but let's just talk about base the basics right the end where the poor get what they need versus the means of stealing sure so it goes back to principle. Yeah. We're, we're now a principle-based podcast, and we're finding these <laughs> principles everywhere we can. But honestly, in the craft of filmmaking, messages are being yep. distributed. Sure. Right? Stories are being told to make a point, or stories are being told to, you know, most of the time they're supposed to entertain, but... Sometimes if you, they teach if you a lesson. Think, or, if you yeah. think it's just pure entertainment, which, man, Free Guy was awesome <laughs> with the entertainment thing. Um, Your but surface there level, was, There was a lesson in there. If you're, if you're Was it that gun violence is rampant? <laughs> well, there was one, <laughs> yeah. right? There was the right. gun violence thing. The other one was you can get unstuck and you can do whatever you uh, want. Sure. So there was a lot of things in there. If you're, like, really not just totally checked out and just – looking at all of the, you know, yeah. effects and fun and jokes and all the, all the lighthearted fun entertainment stuff. Um, but yeah, so, uh, do the end, do, does, do the means 
justify the end. No. I don't think so. No. I don't think they do. And I think that was the argument that said in the, they don't actually have the argument in the show, in the episode. They don't. They don't. Because they, they know they could they never tease, write something they, that would they work. They tease Thanos right. about it. Yeah. And they poke fun at him. And it was just really funny to see like a happy Josh Brolin Thanos. I, I know that was like, like wait, it was what? Like very strange. Not just aggro, yeah. like angst. Yeah. 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 Just, <laughs> and then blonde, uh, nebula, blonde nebula, which I had to go back and check to see if that was Karen. Yeah. Cause there were, to- I'm like, Oh, that sounds like her. But then the, the, um, um, the blonde wig is messing me There's up right now. something a little off about everyone's yeah. voice. I don't know if it's maybe because they're just like, they're in a, like this, you know, like they're in a studio recording. Well, I didn't get instead that. Instead of on with, set or something. Chadwick's voice or no, with Josh's Chad, voice. Chad and Josh. Very, yeah. But they're very, very distinct. They're very distinct voices. But maybe it's just because, I don't know, I'm not super familiar with, all, I don't I don't hear a whole lot of Karen Gillan like that much. So, I mean, besides uh, I almost said Jungle Book, but what's uh, Jumanji? Uh, Jumanji, um, and I haven't Probably seen the second one. one so. <laughs> Dude, that was yeah. This yeah. Anyway, but we can go down that rabbit hole. But okay, well, let's move on to uh, gear talk. Okay, gear corner. Some yeah. Boop 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 gear corner. No. All right. All right, we're going to workshop that. We're going to workshop that. <laughs> That's we'll, going to be it. That is it. totally it, dude. That's hilarious. Great. Oh, man. That was very um, Harlequin-esque. Mm, thank you. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Yes, well. Um, well, I sent you something you did. that hit me, and it actually, they haven't fully unpacked it and done the full announcement yet, but Atomos announced 8K ProRes. Um, raw for the Ninja five, five plus, and they're doing that like the first week of September. Like yeah, it's a live kind of unveiling, right? Which the five plus is different model than the five that I have, and so that means mine won't do it, which is fine because I don't need it. Um, but I mean, would you really want like if you, if all things being equal right now, would you really want that? I mean, think about your rendering. Think about 8K is overkill. Yeah. Which is a great segue to my uh, 5K talk that I was telling you about earlier. So I've been shooting a lot on the the Red Komodo, and um, it has a 6K sensor on it, but I've been finding myself gravitating just using 5K Mm. in it. So um, let me me break it down to someone that might not be familiar with it. So the the Red system, every one of their cameras, um, basically you have different resolutions that you can use but what each resolution does as you lower the number if you will um it crops in on the sensor um so you know if it's 6k sensor and you go down to 4k it's kind of like it's not quite half but it's you know it's you're not getting the full sensor yeah it's like 28 percent less yeah you're not doing a downscale of the whole sensor down to 4k unless you're doing ProRes, but that's a different topic so when you're doing raw that's what it does um, so I've been shooting a lot on the Komodo and what I've been finding is like, I'm really enjoying the field of view with these, um, DZO film, uh, Vespids, these primes that I've been shooting on. And for some reason, like I cannot put into words why it works for me, but 5k, the field of view. And also you get like another 10 frames per second. So I'm sh- been shooting a bunch of stuff at like 48 frames, you know, for it. And, uh, for some slow-mo stuff for a product I've been working on and just the 35 and the 25 millimeter in 5k, it's just, I don't know. It's, it feels like the sweet spot for that camera. Everything. Yeah. You were showing me some stuff, some, some B roll that you had shot. Yeah. Cause it's like you, you're getting that, that resolution, that detail, but it doesn't feel, I don't know, it, it, it's going to bite me in the butt. <laughs> but it feels more filmic in 5K than it does 6K. And I cannot tell you why. Yeah, the term that you used the other day when, we were, when you were showing me the footage was it felt thick. Yeah. Which I thought was a really interesting word, to, the way you used to describe it. And as I was looking at it... Um, I think rich is another is mm-hmm. another element um, or another word that could be used to describe that. And and when I say that, 
you know, we were kind of kicking it around, but there aren't really, you know, words are kind of insufficient to describe kind of the feeling yeah. that that picture gives you. And right. it's not necessarily, you know, when I, you know, when I say rich, people might think color. And I'm like, no, I'm not yeah. talking about richness of color. I'm talking about, um, I mean, richness and depth and richness in detail and detail and, and really fidelity, the fidelity. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. it, but it, in the 5k though, I'm finding it's like, it's a perfect mix of like fidelity and smooth roll off of like that detail. So mm-hmm. it doesn't feel so digital to me. Right. Um, and I've just been really, I've been really digging it. It's been like a lot of fun shooting in that. The, the extra frame rate helps too. But okay, did you shoot Kelvin? No, uh, no. You so start, you stay, start stayed with the on Fuji. the yeah. Because he on dropped the Fuji. another Kelvin update, which yeah. is it five months now? Five months. Five months. Yeah, yeah. it's got. I mean, he's Little, grabbing his feet and did you facial listen to expressions, the audio? and I didn't listen to all the audio because I don't think I was in a place to listen to it. But. Yeah. You should check it out because uh, I have like a record, not a record scratch, literal, but I have like a, a record scratch music stop moment. And then all of a sudden you just hear him go. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's pretty good. So That's yeah, great. you should go back and look at that. That's great. It's really funny. But, um, and then diaper change. No, it, not that. It was his <laughs> mouth. He was making like literally what I was just doing. He was doing raspberries. Yeah, he does raspberries. Yeah, That's great. Yeah, he's the, kind of the best. Yeah, I think I'm going to stay with the Fuji. I've it was it's it's funny. I've been doing so much Komodo stuff, and then going back to the Fuji. It's like Fuji's still great. Mm-hmm. You know, I shoot an F log and then throw it into Premiere and throw a conversion LUT on it, and it still looks killer. Like I'm it still does. enjoying it. it. Looks, and for these family movies, it's it like looks, it's plenty. It looks butter yeah it just looks and it can still do 4k 60 it's plenty like just i guess what i'm trying to say is get out there and shoot right like just shoot with whatever you have yeah just get the get the story or the vibe or whatever you want and just just get out there and press record and start going right just just go it doesn't matter what you have like right now i'm i'm a gear anemic so i have uh, a couple of iPhones and I've been shooting my wife's podcast on uh, iPhones. Yeah, because that's what we have right now, and it's fine. No one's going to complain. Fine. No, as long as the content is there. Yeah, that's it. That's all that matters. Speaking of content, Adobe's buying Frame.io. Yeah, that hit me. I was like, "What? Great for them. Makes sense. Sucks for us. I mean, does it though? Adobe kind of sucks. What? Yeah. No, I'm not wrong." You know I'm not wrong. Okay, I'm a little bit of an Adobe fanboy, so oh wow, you probably didn't know that. Did not. So now, but why? What? So what's the big argument against Adobe? Okay, so Adobe the, the because they haven't played nice with Apple and the render times and all that kind of stuff. Well, or that is, is it because part of the it. Creative Cloud stuff, or so like, that's part of it. One thing I'm not. <laughs> Let me go down the list. Yeah, right. Well, now you just you. I mean, you just did my job for me, basically. There you go. But Just um, it up. the subscription service, I'm not a fan of. I've never been. You should own the software when you own the software. Like you sh- I should not have to have an online connection every 60 days or whatever it is to be able to use your product if I'm paying for it. So I, I don't mind that they have a subscription service like offering, but you should also, I should also be able to go and buy Premiere for $1,200 if I wanted to and not have to deal with their creative cloud system and their sign-in system and only being able to use it on two computers at one time or whatever. Like yeah. that's a whole thing. Yeah. But that's not why. So, I mean, the, you bring up the Mac thing. Yeah, that's an issue. And I'm honestly tired of like them blaming Apple for it because it's not necessarily Apple's fault. That's correct. You can totally write code to work well. And they've done it because they've rewritten stuff for the M1 that, mm. that Mac, like Apple just came out with. And uh, hmm, mm. why didn't you do that for the last 10 years, guys? Exactly. Uh, I so, don't know what, what, I mean, I know back early on, um, uh, they ended up scooping up Macromedia and Apple. Oh gosh, that's a name I haven't heard in a long well, time. And there was a, and Apple had a bid in there too, but mm. Adobe won the, you know, the bid war, I guess, right. or whatever. But, um, you know, and I'm sure that that, was a cascade effect of hey we're not playing nice with apple so yeah i mean but, and but, then apple dumping nvidia too i, I mean yeah, yeah. I, I mean there's a lot of look things. it's on both sides but i'm yeah. i'm gonna i'm always gonna say that 
Adobe is the majority of the blame there because I've been using Adobe products for the better part of 15 years now. And the issues that I just constantly have are just completely related to Adobe not wanting to change their, their like just starting from scratch and redoing your entire system. Because what they've just been doing for years is just basically band-aids on things and yeah. adding things and packets. And it's like just never been super efficient. So for the fact that like they didn't include like CUDA core rendering until like two years ago is insane. I mean, that's very specific though. That's, a, I that's mean, 80% of your users though. Okay. I mean, Nvidia that's graphics fair. Cards. Yeah, that's fair. I, it's just insane to me that they didn't, they don't have multi-core processing we have we have 64 you know core computers now yeah that people have in their homes right. why can't i use every single one of those why right. are you still only going to use up to 4 right like what are you doing it's ridiculous so I, I, all i'm saying is is that adobe takes a lot of things and then kills them or neuters them or throws them into something else i mean the 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 products that they've killed over the last just 5 years you know like encore um, oh, Encore, sorry. Is Encore the DVD authoring or whatever? They killed DVD authoring, which I know DVD is a dead, you know, thing, basically. Yeah. But um, some people are going, what's a DVD? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, of course you're yeah, going to kill that. I mean, anyway, so this is a great segue into the next segment called Shade Throwing, where Zach's throwing shade at Adobe where the shade really should be thrown of why was Eric's podcast edit last week posted so late? <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah. So make sure you check out our Instagram at anti film film club because uh, I got on there and it was Tuesday. We hadn't posted the episode yet. And yeah. so I put up a little quick survey of, should Eric post this week's episode? The most passive aggressive post of the It was of great the though. Week. It felt real good to do. <laughs> it sure did. Yeah. And uh yeah, hundred percent said yes. So yeah. what happened? He and how many two responses more were there? Two. <laughs> Yours and your wife's. That's fine. That's all we <laughs> and needed. And then I, I hit yes too. <laughs> Yes, yes, he should. And then he still took two more days to do it. <laughs> I did. Well, I after editing that that night, and then I realized I didn't have the music. I was like, oh, I need the music for yeah. you. <laughs> Which we're looking for new music. Hey, if you make music, um, hit us up, please, at anti, aunt, gosh, dang it, man, anti <laughs> film, film club at gmail.com. Uh, and let us know. We would love to use new music. We want new music. We want new music for the intro and the outro of the show. But we don't want Mariah Carey because we're not. Sweet. I don't know the words. Yeah, but, I don't either. But anyways, it's all throughout that movie. Yeah. Uh, we are now talking about Ryan Reynolds, Sean Levy, free guy. Yeah. Uh, Sean free Levy. Guy. You may have know his name from Stranger Things on Netflix. He's the, I think, the main writer director of that series. And uh, he's, he's been doing a few things with, uh, what else? What else has he been? What else? Oh, we're not on that. We're on the cast here. So, uh, Jody Comer uh, from Killing Eve. She's great in it. I had no idea who any of the yeah all the cameos for the streamers the like streamers I had no ninja idea and Pokemon no I knew Ninja that was the only the one guy. I knew yeah which they popped up and I was like ah, we're doing this but it actually it felt okay in the movie like once there was a few of them it was oh, oh there he is okay dude. so dude Aaron W Aaron Reed plays dude okay that makes <laughs> sense that dude is freaking huge, <laughs> he is huge um, Joe Joe Curie is fantastic um, he's uh, he's hair in uh, Stranger Things, basically. Yeah. Um, and uh, Taika Watiti having an absolute blast. It, it being, was just Being a fun. total D-bag. Okay, let me, let me ask you this. Before I asked you to go see this, um, did you, were you had any intention of watching this or did, were you thinking? I thought I would maybe catch when it, it on Disney Plus or Hulu or wherever mm -hmm. they would drop it in a HBO month. HBO Max. Know? Uh, well, it's a 20th Century Studios, right, yeah. so it's Disney now. So it'd probably be Hulu. Right. Because that's where they put their more mature movies. Yeah. Um, and this I does mean, have one F-bomb drop in it for a goldfish. Oh, and, that's right. Uh, yeah, but that's it. 
Um, yeah. I think it still hits Disney Plus. You think so? I think so. Just because it'll have like a, a good word of mouth. I think so. And it's it's colorful. Dude, it was fun. Yeah. And the I two saw... certain things that happen in it are very Disney. So, yeah, yeah which yeah. we won't talk about right now. Um, uh, yeah, it's so much fun. It's stupid. Like, I, I, it, it, I'm it really kind of annoyed that I liked it in a way. Do you... <laughs> Because it, he was trying to refrain his laughter in the theater, which was fantastic. Oh like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Because there's a couple of jokes that are like, oh, oh, uh huh, yeah. But you can't not laugh at them. Like yeah, it's just were, hilarious. Yeah. It's, uh, it's it's bigger than you think from the trailers. It's it's definitely a lot more um, laid out proper story work than you would think from the trailers. It's not just an action movie with video game elements in it. It actually like has a plot. Uh, granted the plot is like, it's pretty simple, but it works for yeah. what it is. You might think, you, you know, looking at the trailers, you might think it's like this. Um, and even with Ryan Reynolds being in it, you might think it's like some action, you know, well, I was Some I was expecting what was that Michael Bay one, Six uh, Underground. Yeah, I was thinking it was going to be Six Underground with video game jokes. Gotcha. And Six Underground, I, I didn't see it, but it just it, I, I liked Six Underground, actually. but it just ticked every box that I hate uh, about Michael yeah, Bay. So I, yeah. I just never watched it. Right. It was well because it was Ryan Reynolds, so I was like, I'm in. Yeah. Um. um yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of. It's really a rom com. Is what it is. And that's what when we were talking about this over lunch. And I think that's why I probably appreciated it more was because it's not shot like an action movie. It's shot like a romantic comedy in the way that like when the action happens, it's it's very wide angle and it's it follows as opposed to being like handy cam, uh, you know, like yeah, a shaky cam. You can't tell what's happening or anything like right. that. Yeah, it was no. It's it's uh, it's like tangible understandable and you can follow everything that happens and it's just kind of like a, a feast for your eyes in a lot of situations where it, it never feels overwhelming like a I, i'm gonna do it again but you know I, I bring up transformers transformers is a lot of visual feast but it comes across as noise whereas mm. this has a lot going on but it's comprehensible and uh you never like you never like um what is happening? Like you, you're always able to follow the action in it, right? Which is which I think it was super intentional for them to do, um, because it could get really confusing really quick because you've got people popping in and out of, vi you know, this video game world, right? And then you've got you know, you've got some character crossover into the you know the real world, mm -hmm. and how do you differentiate the characters and you know and you do so through outfits or whatever their skins were right um, color grading yeah camera um, angles too uh, speaking back to the wide angle stuff um, a lot of the video game stuff is very wide angle you're just you're like kind of in the world almost like third person esque like where you're behind the character in a video game in a way yeah but it never feels like you're the video, you know, like you're a video game player watching a, a movie or whatever. Right. Um, like there's a, was it Doom or the, the movie Doom? And also there was another movie uh, a couple years, uh, uh, Hardcore Henry was like the whole movie was first person and it felt like a video game or they were trying to make it feel like a video game, but it just kind of felt like a cheap attempt at a video game. But this feels like the video game world is definitely a lot of more like it's definitely a lot more vibrant and colorful and uh, it feels it doesn't feel real in a way which it shouldn't because it's a video game mm -hmm. and you know it's like always sunny or just very vibrant and happy in this this fake world and then when they go to the real world you know for the characters that are playing the game um, it's a lot more close-ups that are shot of people's faces and it's a lot more muted in tone for the color grade. Yeah. And um, obviously a lot more natural lighting and realistic lighting. Whereas everything in the video game world is like super soft lighting and perfect. It's just, it feels very manufactured, but it would. And I think that helps sell the vibe of the video game. And the only thing that I had like 
a minor complaint with up first that I, that I like, I eventually got used to was like the realistic video game that we're seeing of Ryan Reynolds and all these characters. And then when they show a person playing the game though, then they're all like, they're kind of CG looking mm-hmm. like a video game looking right, like eight bit. Yeah. Well, no, it's not, it wasn't 8-bit. quite eight bit, but it was, you know, you did have it's that current pixelation, current generation graphics yeah. basically for video yeah. games where, you know, it's not real people, but, and then they, when they jump back into the video game though, it's of course real actors and stuff. It's jarring for like a minute and then you get used to it. Um, so I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't hate that. And I understand why they did it. Obviously, money is a thing, but um, I, I thought it was a lot of fun, and it wasn't stupid in like a annoying way. You know, like some of the characters are they're dumb, but it's also just kind of playing into their character development. Like that—that's why you know they are a certain way because the world that they're living in is is that way. And yeah, yeah, I. It was just fun all the way around. I mean, the, and the, I mean, are we into spoilers? Do we, do, uh, go, do we, go see it. You can go see it in the theater. Yeah. We have to, I guess, right now because it's not in. Yeah, on they're not doing streaming yeah. for for like forty five days. Forty five days, from what I read. Yeah. Um. So before it hits stream platforms, and yeah, t- you you, I kind of almost don't want to drop any spoilers. I mean, there are so many great cameos and so many cool things. I almost want to just say, hey, go watch it. And then we do a part two. Okay. Well, that's the episode, folks. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we and, and I guess we can do the spoilers, but drop them maybe later in the week. Uh, I don't know. I'm don't feeling know. weird. I, I mean, okay. All right. If you want to be weird about it, let's be weird about it. <laughs> I'm I, not just, I just want people to enjoy it. Man, it was such a fun ride. I was, it, yeah. was, it, it really is. It's fun. It's like... Don't uh, don't go on uh, Ryan Reynolds' Instagram though. You will he, be spoiled. Okay, yeah. Zach was this, spoiled. Yeah, he, it's, he was all butt hurt because Ryan dropped all these cameo like. But then there was other people that he dropped in that same thread on his IG that weren't weren't in, in it, it at, all. at all. And so, so it, I, but was that to but, throw you off? Maybe. But or? as a person that hadn't seen it, I thought they were all in it. Right. Yeah. So now knowing. Well, yeah. and then office talk because I had already seen it, and and, right. and I'm like starting to go down the rabbit hole with some. You're like, hey, hey, yeah, I'm sitting out. right here. Yeah. Let's not. We're do going in two days. Yeah, ways. exactly. Calm down. Yeah. Um, but I mean, let's let's talk about one that's not a cameo, but it's funny. Uh, Taika Waititi, you know, in Ryan Reynolds being together again since Green Lantern, which is a terrible movie. Yeah, which I couldn't but bring. But they're never to on watch. screen at the same time in hmm. the movie so wow. maybe that's a spoiler who knows but uh it's uh, super weird to me that i maybe thought for the sure same person is that what you're saying oh my gosh don't spoil <laughs> the ending eric oh wow just kidding that wasn't a spoiler at all anyway, go see free guy it's fun i think uh i'd like to see more of it uh, maybe it's like a I don't know, limited series or something, not necessarily a movie. I mean, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I don't know. Without giving too much away what you expand upon at the end well, of this, but I mean, you want you want a dude y- series, y- you want free a, dude? You want a sequel? You want it? I mean, well, no spoilers. Okay, Anton. <laughs> mm-hmm, I know, yeah, that's true. That's the whole plot basically. Yeah. So, uh yeah, go check it out. It's good. It's surprisingly good. All right, so we dropped a spoiler warning. I don't think we're doing spoilers this week. I think we're just done. Yeah. I think that's it. Well. I mean, we're already at 45 minutes. It's a solid episode. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, go check out Free Guy at your local cinema if uh, if you're feeling safe enough to go do it. Um, and uh, it should be on streaming, uh, probably on demand. I doubt it'll be free anytime soon, uh, pun intended. But, um, yeah. Catchphrase. Catchphrase. You'll get it. <laughs> You'll get it, promise. Um, I got nothing else. Then, if that's it, I mean, what are we? What are we doing here? <laughs> Everybody, uh, the yeah, m- yeah. movie's over. What are you doing? Yeah. Go right. home. Yeah, Bueller. Oh yeah, yeah. That Bueller did it first. Deadpool did it second. Yeah, but also, um, School of Rock did it. I thought School of Rock's version was pretty good too. When did School of Rock do it? At the end of the movie. At the end credits. Yeah, they're doing the, they're playing. Oh, that's the right. They're playing. And they're then playing the, it. the lyric. They changed the lyrics in it. And like yeah. you know. Yeah. Go home. That's you know. true. 
Movie's over. Yeah. Go home. Yeah. I yeah. remember that now. Uh, you want to talk about School of Rock? I mean, we got some time here. So School of Rock is a uh, Jack Black movie from 2000. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're not going down that rabbit hole. Uh, yeah. I mean, anything else you want to talk about, Eric? I mean, we do need to come up with a catchphrase. Catchphrase. This catchphrase. The catchphrase? Is I, that it? <laughs> I don't think we can do that. I know, because we're kind of ripping it's, it off. Now it's completely ripped off from... Yeah. Uh, um, I, yeah, you know what? I'll, tell about, I'll talk about one thing that I did um, that's a little NDA-y. Um, so I filmed a... Okay, cost, oh, man, be, yeah. be, be cautious of how I you, gotta think how how you say, say this. So I filmed a pitch video with a company for a network television show about launching products is that too much is that last bit too much um, i might cut that out about a business about a business, <laughs> business, <laughs> business. business. um and uh <laughs> so yeah this 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 company uh, reached out to me and they're like hey um we're gonna do this this video and they told us we could do it on iPhone, but we thought we'd reach out and see if maybe we have any availability. It's for this. Um, I was like, oh, it's for me. Um, redacted. Uh, and so I was like, yeah, uh, let me go grab the red. And I got some time on Monday. Yeah, and we'll film that thing for. Wow. <laughs> Never again. Never again. It's just going to be, yeah. And then uh, sound effects, people, man. I'm just going to, I'm going to implement like uh, Jungle Cruise sound effects <laughs> in, uh, in all of those moments. Yeah. Um, but it was, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the back of water, backside of water, <laughs> backside of water. Uh, it was fun. And it was, it was funny to like kind of be a part of that process and see kind of the inside workings of how that process works. And, uh, Hopefully it gets picked up and, you know, because we, we and wanna, then, and then we can circle back and actually talk about what that yeah, thing right. is and yeah. who that once, company once, is once the episode and airs. the network is and what the uh-huh. TV show is and all those things. Yeah. All we, those things that you've that you, not figured out on your own because I've been completely vague about it. Right. Um, yeah, but it was fun and it was, it, it was so silly to like do something, uh, in six K on a red because like it could have just been a phone. But that's not how I roll. Yeah, no. And you're and really I think, trying to pitch something. You got. Yeah, you want it to look good. You yeah. want it to sound good. You, yeah, you want. You know, it's funny because you know, as my wife's launching her studio, and um, you know, we're we've we're talking with this really great um, content production company that actually turned out to be just a few doors down from their studio, which is really cool. Um, um, yeah, so we talked about a little bit of content strategy, you know, because you want to make things the best that you can, but sometimes there's a time and a place to actually use a phone to make it feel sure more organic yeah. or make it feel more grassroots or make yes. it feel like... Grassroots is a really good term to use for that, I think. Because, you know, sometimes, most of the time, the average person that's doing their thing does have a phone Mm -hmm. and the phone quality is decent i mean comparatively you know over the last in the hands of someone that knows what they're doing for sure for sure um but i think you know having some of that kind of grassroots organic you know and even gear choice Mm -hmm. you know that's a gear choice using a phone is a gear choice does that support the content story format platform intention of delivery sure. etc better than getting a full you know right whatever. a whole setup of everything yeah. i think with that too you know audio is more important than the video quality if you will at that for point sure too, which we had things, that discussion know. with mark you know yep. we've, we've 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 been talking about that we we talk about you that a see lot with your ears you know just yeah. like food you you taste with your eyes mm-hmm. so it, it, it's um yeah, it's definitely something to keep in mind. What I will say, and it's probably has to do with just kind of um, like what industry I'm in and, and me as a person. But if I'm if I'm swiping through stories, and you know, it's like iPhone footage, iPhone foot webcam, iPhone, 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 and then all of a sudden I see like someone that had that has just figured out the compression ratios and and nailed it and did a really good production, and it's like it's perfectly nine by sixteen it stops me 
and I'll watch it. Um, so I think a lot of that has to do with no matter like what it is, like if it's just shot really well, right. You know, clearly with a professional camera and all of that stuff and lighting and there was a crew and all that. Um, I will stop and watch it because it just, it, it in that scenario, it's, it's the different thing. Right. It's, yeah. it's the, the one that you can kind of, you're not used to seeing on that platform at least. Right. Um, so I, I always like stop, catch it and think, Oh man, that's really good. How do they, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. How do they do that? You know, like what, what was, you know, going on on in their head through that whole process of like, let's make this the best looking it can be. And, um, yeah, it'll, it'll stop me, but I agree. I think there's, there's such a vibe and almost a branding to the grassroots. Look, and I love that you say grassroots like that, that is finally, put into terms like what I think of when I'm trying to uh, pitch that look or suggest that look to someone. Yeah. I'm um, just being like, Hey, look, your iPhone's fine because right. people connect to that. Right. Cause they have one. Right. Um, and yeah. And it makes you feel more grounded in a lot of ways, you know, it doesn't make you feel like you're this huge production company that is out, you know, doesn't care for the little man or whatever sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I think that that's awesome. So keep, keep rocking what you're what you're using and just tell good stories yeah you know doesn't matter what you're using yep unless it's a mini dv tape you gotta move on past that <laughs> <laughs> and on that note eric how can people find us well you can find us on instagram at the anti-film film club or you can find us on youtube at the anti-film film club you can find us on twitter at the anti-film club because they won't give us more characters Come to on, stick twitter. the what film it's 2021 or you can reach us antifilmfilmclub at gmail.com and send all your complaints, questions, concerns to Zach. I actually don't have that long Because uh, it will get responded to. <laughs> it's going to go to a blank inbox. Enjoy and, that. And I think I turned off all the notifications. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bye. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, but thanks for listening, guys. I know this has been a little bit of a shorter one, but uh, I appreciate you listening. Uh, please leave a feedback review whatever they want to call it in uh, spotify uh, apple Mu- apple podcasts and uh google podcasts yeah wherever you listen to podcasts leave us a nice review if yeah. you could stitcher anchor yeah anything um spotify. we we look at those and uh if you can get called out during an episode we'll give you some uh, movie tickets or a uh you know a youtube what is it you know YouTube premiere, uh, premiere or, or something. something like Google store tickets, whatever, yeah, whatever service you use. Well, yeah, I mean, we could, we could, uh, might, hook you up with the, with the, with the movie, um, you know, through YouTube or through Amazon or whatever, right. like, yeah, whatever you prefer. Just nice. Write us a nice little review. You might get chosen. I mean, and Zach's uh, feeling generous. He might even buy you lunch. I mean, I did buy you lunch today. You did. You bought the movie though. So it's a good relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it's equal and balanced as all things should be. Mm-hmm. Thanos. Thank you very much. All right, guys. Uh, we'll catch you next time. And bye. Catch free.